Welcome to the Joyce Expansion Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Dupree, and doing a bonus episode. Episode that I've been thinking about for a while, but I just want to put it out there because I have done over 100 interviews. I have about 10 episodes to go before I'm done with the Joyce Expansion part of it. The Church of Awesome will continue. But since I've done so many interviews, I would like to talk about what it means to be a great podcast guest. What did I wish my podcast guests would do? And what in my humble opinion, makes the best episodes. As I edit every one of my podcasts, I at least listen to each episode once or twice, generally. Some I did transcripts. I haven't been motivated to do that because it costs money to do and it takes a lot of time and I'm not seeing a lot of, what's the word, reward for that time. I stopped doing that, but before I record the second part, I want to listen to it again to make sure it sounds okay. So basically, I listen to these over and over again, and of course, just like anything else, there are some podcasts I really, really like, and there are some that I appreciate the time that they spent with me. I want to make it so if you listen to this podcast right here, that next time you go on a podcast, that you are one of the guests they really, really like. I'm going to talk about the before, during, and after. And once you're done with this, I think you will be an even better podcast guest. So let's talk about the first thing. I understand that there are a lot of people out there who try to get on as many podcasts as possible. And if you are really famous, this probably isn't for you anyway. But if you are trying to get yourself out there, I think treating Every podcast you go on as special is important. So go through everything that the person sends you. I send a list. And in this list, it's not the best email in the world, but I send this email. And I can tell who reads it and who doesn't. Especially the ones that are surprised by the minute of motivation. They obviously didn't do their homework. They thought, ooh, great, I'm going to be on a podcast. I'm going to sell some stuff and get my name out there. But at the same time, you should read that at least twice to make sure you understand where the podcast host is coming from and what they are looking for in a guest. Because it's best if it is a symbiotic symbiotic relationship, a synergy, synergistic. That's the best word relationship because as a podcast guest you want to put your best foot out there and a podcast host i want to create the most compelling show that i can and if you're not even reading the material i send even if it is kind of ugly and maybe if it's hard to understand if it has questions well send them to me and i can make it better but i'm just saying you're showing respect you're coming to the podcast's host's house and really want to put your best foot forward. So read through it and communicate. I asked for an intro and a call to action and a picture. I appreciate the people who do that, who send me that without having me ask. And if I don't get them, I make them up myself based off their marketing material. Also do a best job of understanding what they're looking for in that. And listen to at least one of the podcasts. Try to get the idea of who the host is. If you are super busy and you're like, I'm going to be on 100 podcasts, I don't think that's going to be as ineffective 
because you're not going to come off as somebody who wants to be there. You have to think of yourself as a listener. Do you want to listen to a podcast with a person who's just there and wanting to be on as many podcasts as possible? Or you want to be someone who fits that podcast? Because a podcast listener listens to a podcast for a certain reason. And you want to fit in that podcast. One thing that no one has done is ask for my favorite podcasts. After I've done 20 or 30 of them, there's some that I have to like more than others. Asking me, which podcast is your favorite podcast? What interview is your favorite interview so far? And listen to that and ask why was that the most one you liked the most so that you can emulate that. Or at least not emulate it because you don't want to copy someone else, but kind of give the host what they're looking for. And this person did the best of that. So when it comes to before it, you got to communicate. You got to listen to the podcast and read everything they send you. Now, during it, number one, show up on time. If you could be a couple minutes early, be a couple minutes early. I know when I do it, I schedule out an hour and because it's pre-recorded, I'm fine. But I did have one person who was eight minutes. No, I, he was more than eight minutes. Like I waited eight minutes before I quit. And then he was like 12 minutes late. And then he said something like, Oh, I guess we missed each other. Ooh, missed each other. You were 12 minutes late. Our time. I don't like when people waste my time. And I think that's disrespectful to show up late. So show up on time unless, you know, things happen. I've had people forget, and that's fine when they, they, they apologize. If they do apologize, I'd be happy to reschedule them, but he was, like, snarky with me. I mean, things happen, and I've had people forget. I've had people just have it slip their mind, and that's fine. I've done that, too, so I'm not too worried about that. Plus, since it's pre-recorded and not live, it's not that big a deal, but... The idea is do your best to stay on time. When you do your research before, you want to know if this is a bigger podcast or a smaller podcast. Why do I say that? Because with a bigger podcast with a huge reach, you can be as generic of your life as possible. Talk of the same story, tell the same stories, tell the same talking points. But on a smaller podcast, most of the listeners are going to be your fans. As my podcast never really took off and became a small and was a smaller podcast. And I guess one of the benefits of that is I have a lot of newbies, but the bigger ones are the newer people. The people with the smallest followings are the people who have the most downloads because they're the people who share it the most because they're excited and they are people who haven't heard that person talk before, so they really want to check it out. So if somebody, if you have a hundred podcasts out there and each one of them, you sound exactly the same, why would your fans want to listen to you? And yes, it's nice for you to get yourself out to as many people as possible. But at the same time, if you can deepen your relationship with the people that already like you, and so you want to make sure each podcast that you go on, especially if they're small, do something special on those ones to make it so your fans want to go to there and give your fans a reason to. Those are the ones you should work harder to get people to want to listen and to deepen your relationship. And by deepening your relationship, you want to be as specific as possible. For me, the most frustrating interviews were 
people who gave answers that were a minute or less. You want to tell a story. You want to talk for two to three minutes almost every answer, at least. Strive for two minutes and tell a story. Since the dawn of time, man has learned through story. That's how we convey our information. A lot of people I find come on my podcast and they're generic. And they talk in platitudes. That is fine and that can be inspirational. But the thing that truly sticks is if you tell a story. And the more personal your story, the better. Because when people listen to your story, they put themselves in your shoes. So number one, that makes them more empathetic to you. As now they understand you. They like you. People buy from their friends, and if they can feel friendly with you and understand how real you sound as a human being and connect with you, I believe they're more willing to buy from you or listen to more of your podcasts and follow you, be a fan, and share your content. Story is important. I mean, if somebody gets down and tells a good story, you're going to listen. And if you tell your friends, if you talk to your friends, you talk to your friends in story. You tell them what happened yesterday about the lady. You don't tell them a bunch of platitudes and motivational sayings. You tell them a story. So you want to tell a story as much as possible. You don't want to talk for too long, but you're only talking for too long if you are just promoting yourself. I know in my podcast, I don't want people to just promote themselves. I want them to tell a story. But that goes to part one. If you're just talking about what you do and that's all the podcast guest host wants, talk about what you do in the term of a story, how you discovered it, how it changed your life, how it changed people's lives that you've taught it to or you worked with. The more you can tell in the story, the better. And honestly, there have been podcasts where I've talked probably five, I've asked five questions. And they talk for 40 minutes that I don't like. And that's when they're talking about platitudes and um, inspirational stuff. But there's been ones that I've loved. And that's when they talk about themselves. Amanda Webster is a great example of that. I think I said like four things during the entire interview. But she just went on and on and on and on about her life. And it was freaking fascinating. And I was riveted. I mean, me as a podcast host is into your story. I want I want to hear it. But that's also part one of getting an idea what the podcast host is looking for. I mean this is of course interview, but the podcast host is looking for looking for but generally speaking, chances are they're looking for people who can talk. And you're not boring people if you're telling a story. And sometimes I feel that people answer questions too quickly. If you have an edited podcast like mine I mean, if you're live, I can completely understand. But you have an edited podcast like mine, take a second and think about your answer. Three seconds. I have people just answer right away. And I don't think that always gives you the best ability to convey what exactly you want to say. So just pause for a couple seconds after and just take in the question and then answer. I think that would be helpful. That if you're on an edited podcast, but even if you're not a, even even if you're on a live podcast, waiting a second or two to get your bearings before you answer the question, I think is a good idea. Basically, you want to be able to answer the question. 
So when it comes to during the interview, you want to be specific as possible and talk about your story and tell stories and try to go two to three minutes per question at least, at least two minutes, because one minute is just not enough content and you make the host really struggle to come up with something. And of course, finally, after is promote. The smaller the podcast, the more you should promote it, in my opinion, because a bigger podcast promotes itself. If you're on the Joe Rogan show, you don't need to tell everyone you're on the Joe Rogan show. They're going to know. But if you're on Choice Expansion Podcast, tell a couple more people. Get it out there more, especially if you're doing something a little different on there. The smaller the podcast, the more you should promote it because they're going to need the help and also... If more people had that idea, more of those smaller podcasts would explode. And then your people would be more likely to listen to your podcast in the future if someone else also has that philosophy. And it also helps people. Being being on a podcast is a decent amount of work. I know for mine, I edit them. And so every podcast takes about five to ten hours especially when I did the transcript. So it took about five hours to complete, if you count the interview and everything. And that's a lot of work. It's five hours, especially with me getting nothing in return, but the joy of doing it and the amazing meeting a lot of people and interviewing. So basically afterwards, promote. So if you take those three things into consideration, what to do before, what to do during and what to do after, you'll be a great podcast guest. I am Brett Dupree, your champion of authentic joy, reminding you once again to be love, to be joy, to be awesome. And I'll play that jingle. JoyousExpansion.com JoyousExpansion.com Come and say hello to Brett Dupree. He is an inspirational life coach, good for you and good for me. He turned my life from grey to blue, I'm sure he'll do the same for you. Get in touch and you'll see, your life will change dramatically. JoyousExpansion.com JoyousExpansion.com Yeah!